The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dreamer, Mickey James. Wow. We talk about what took place this past Monday night on Raw, the return of Trish Stratus. How about Beth Phoenix getting involved in the main event? We get Mickey's take also before the big matchup between Moxley and Punk tonight on what may be the biggest match in AEW Dynamite history. We talk about it with AEW owner and president Tony Khan right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Oh, with the rock and roll, we had Trish Stratus, who Mickey James. I got my finger points. Oh, So can I just talk about how freaking incredible Mm. Trish looked, looks always. This is not me being stalker, James. This Mm. is me just stating facts. It's damn ridiculous. It should be illegal. It's not fair to the rest of the world to look that good all the time. And she hasn't even wrestled in forever. And she still looks like a gazillion dollars. It's annoying. Stop it, Miss Stratus. Mm. But don't stop it. That yoga seems to be working out for her. Yeah. And then on the end of it, speaking of looking mm-hmm. good, Phoenix, the, the fire buzzard. There Dude. it is. See looking what I have to deal with all the time. <laughs> you're listening to on the radio. If you're in a car or if you're in a restaurant and this perf, like me and Mickey are having lunch together and then Beth Phoenix walks in, she'd get up fire buzzard. Whole restaurant <laughs> looks at you. Amazon Phoenix. Phoenix. When you're on a long tour or you're on a bus, when these people get on off and on the bus all the time, mm-hmm. that's what you would hear all the time coming out of one. The boys um, loved and, it. Yep. They loved it at 2 a.m. Punker doodle. <laughs> He loved it. Filbert. (laughs) Just random yelling. And on my other bookend, I have a 50 year old man saying 69 dick. (laughs) Children, children. It's a sad day when I'm the voice. (laughs) Yeah, Tommy, that's fine. You know, everybody has their role on this show. Uh, But but Daddy Dreamer, that's you. Yes, Daddy Dreamer. Thank you. So we're um, all very happy to see both Beth Phoenix and I love it. Trish Stratus. Look at and amazing. Trish, amazing Hall of Famers. And yes. WWE put out a list recently of the greatest female superstars of all time. And Trish 
was at the top of the list. And Mickey, you know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would say Trish is the greatest of all time. They would. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 She's incredible. I think that she's, you know, been every time she comes out, every time she comes back, she gets the same love, the same reactions um, and bigger reactions than sometimes the stars on television. And there's certainly I mean, she carried the women's division, you know, for a long time and was the golden girl for a very, very long time and had some incredible matches. I know we talk about first ever's all the time, but her uh, stuff with Lita you know, from the main event, I think we gloss over that a lot of of the the work that those two specifically put in and that whole generation of women like that was right before Melina and myself and and uh, Beth came up to television like that whole golden era group of women with Ivory and Molly like that was my um really like the standard bearer of like, okay, this is what I need to step in to be like, I need to get to this kind of level. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, she's I mean, the golden Tr standard. And Trish worked her ass off and you saw that in right. on television. I mean, she came in as a valet. She came in purely as eye candy mm -hmm. and her work, like she improved it. And she was part of an era where, Women were just looked at as just that for that eye candy, for that sex appeal, right. and you know, doing the bra and panty stuff and like, you know, the barking like a dog and like all this stuff. Like she was always yeah. involved in storylines. But I mean, for behind the scenes, we would joke about because uh, I'm, you know, her arms. I remember like all these bruises all over her arms and like to like she looked like she was a heroin addict because right. of like all the amount of bruising and like you, you just see her, but she wanted it and she worked her ass off to get where she, sure she does. And you saw it on like, she grew up on television. It wasn't like she did Indies. She went to training and then boom, she's, she's hired. So, I mean, she deserves all those flowers because like, well, she worked her ass off. She did. And she, you want, I think that's it too. Like you, you hit the nail on the head. Like the people watched her grow as a performer and as a wrestler on television and not in the sense of like to go from being a really terrible wrestler to a passable wrestler, but going yeah. from being, you know, a manager valet, not really a wrestler to one of the greatest of all time, you know, and, and that is the real difference. Cause we've watched a lot of people grow and become decent wrestlers on television. They haven't always captured that, you know, thing of of being the, the goat, you know, and it's 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 hard to see. But she, you, you also think like all those storylines that she was given, like she just is a true professional in the sense of she never complained. You never saw her complaining or tweeting on Twitter of like this shitty storyline I'm in or anything like that. She took every opportunity and everything that she was given, whether she loved it or hated or was indifferent about it and made it gold and, and did the best she could with every opportunity. And I think that's the mark of a true professional. And that's why she was able to keep getting opportunities and keep growing and they put the ball behind her, you know, so she's pro gave us all complete stratisfaction. Yes. Wow. Me specifically. Okay. And I think because that's I'm, why I'm I, because I stalked her, Tommy, I, know, I think you still do. 
If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchick's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. tag team wrestling is not easy it's it's very difficult to do it right and to do it correctly and i think that you know it provides more opportunities and if you are a talent male or female that perhaps aren't getting the singles um you know opportunities because either you're not ready or whatever the case may be like perhaps finding a partner that you guys can both kind of learn and lean on each other and learn off each other and and finding because that is something that there is not a ton of female tag teams out there. That's the reality. There's not a lot of strong female tag. There are certainly tag teams out there, but there's not a whole lot. So if there's, if you are a female tag team and, and you think that you can add to the division, then I would, you know, suggest that you send your stuff in because we're looking for them. Like not just impacts looking for them, but WWE obviously needs them. Um, They need more tag titles, tag teams. For sure, because it, rather than just two singles wrestlers kind of thrown together, you know, yeah, that's usually always the case. But you, you make a great point for, hey, once target this and it's it's a way to get you that opportunity right. to get looked at. Hey, we're this tag team. We have matching gear. We have a cool move, you know, that we consider our finish. And, you know, hey, it's getting over here because it is different as opposed to the millions of women out there trying to make it. It gives you every girl for themselves. Yep. And it gives you an opportunity to be like, Hey, this is what she has. This is what I have to offer. And together we're better. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, when we're looking, when the business is looking for spots, that's a spot to be open. That gives you a bit of an edge to -hmm. try to get, you know, accomplish your dream. And then whatever happens, happens. I mean, it's funny. I was just watching early the heart foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. And when you look at these two guys, they look, Nothing like they were supposed to be a tag team together minus the, you know, matching outfits. But, you know, they both had a great career as tag team. And then, you know, Bret Hart goes on to be one of the greatest of all time. But he, I don't think, would have gotten that opportunity if he didn't start off as a tag team. Or then the other side of it, when you have, you know, before we're talking about like Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan, Kane, Kane, the older, the veteran 
uh, not wanting to tag with, you know, Daniel Bryan. And mm-hmm. just, uh, I know myself watching Terry Funk wrestle and me being his partner helped me right. along the way, but then also literally listening to him or standing on that apron and watching him really, really helps you. And I'm a big advocate, number one, of tag team wrestling, but two, the veteran helping out the next generational talent. Absolutely. So, uh, I love. And obviously like that. that's not the case with Deanna and Chelsea. And, They're and, both in their prime. You know, I hate to put them over because of our history. Well, However, I will say that I know they've fought to be a tag team because they are single stars in their own mind. So in their own right, not mine, probably mine too, but they are single stars. So it's probably from a company standpoint, they're going like, oh, well, they're single stars. So I don't know if we want to put them together, but they fought to get put together for a long time. And uh, they're right. Their chemistry on television and they look amazing and they look like champions and they definitely um, add a different level to that championship. But I'm certain that they want all the challengers to come out of the woodwork so they can prove that this thing that they've been fighting to be and do for so long is uh, worthy of the fight. That was my coffee cup banging against my giant hand would um <laughs> would trish who would be your like ideal tag team partner ah you know i would love for it to be trish but i i just know that most people and and would go trish and amy like bet team bestie but if i had to pick one person that i think career wise like we just mirrored each other in different ways i would say melina And I know that seems like an off the, but I think that our height, um, our height and our fieriness, and she has a different edge than me, but I think that was a team that we never got to. We did it a couple of times on television, team Eminem, um, but the different version, the candy coated version, um, we did it a couple of times, but I really wish that tag team wrestling was around at that time, because I think that Melina and I would have done some really cool work as a tag team because we were so different yet the same purpose and the same kind of drive, but from different kind of seats. And I think that we would have just kind of bounced off each other really well. Interesting Mm -hmm. team M and M, but they are nuts. How about that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. The (laughs) nutty kind. Do you think now, because you know, Mickey, you said something in Tommy as well, that in the WWE, especially they would just take, single stars and just throw them together. Do you think there's going to be more of an emphasis now on tag team wrestling with triple H head of creative in WWE? Um, Maybe. I just think that it's a culture that's kind of bred in us is because it's a very selfish business and it's really every person for themselves. And unless um, someone you, typically it's, you know, you're put together, there's, there aren't, very many tag teams like a lot, the Hardy boys or whatever they were brothers, you know, when they came in, um, I feel like most tag teams are kind of aligned together for whatever reason, whether they look kind of the same or they need to, they need this type of group or whatever the case. And hopefully some of the boys and girls, they find the, their way and be like, okay, I'm not really getting the push I want in the singles world, but we get along great. We have great, great chemistry and probably have great matches together. Um, I was watching that whole DX thing of like how Billy and road dog got put together randomly because they were working each other. They were wrestling each other all the time on the live events. And, but then you think about like, that's how that whole team started. And 
together, they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Like certainly one of the most entertaining. I remember watching them as a fan and then new wrestler going in. And it was like, they were so captivating, but they were close to, you know, at that point they were kind of more of enhancement guys before they formed that yeah. tag team. So, you know, it's wild. It's wild how it happens and you just don't know what's going to work. And Tommy, it's funny because you're bringing up tag teams. I remember when the Hart Foundation started, uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart was really the star of that team at the beginning of when that team started. And then look what happened. That team breaks up and Bret Hart becomes one of the greatest of all time. You could you could say the same thing about the Midnight Rockers. When it was Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, when that team was together, Marty Jannetty was the star really of that team. And then it goes on to where it was. And then Shawn Michaels, again, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest of all time. And, and Tommy, you mentioned about teaming with like a Terry Funk. Like you really, you really learn. And probably by being with somebody like a Terry Funk, a legend, you learn the ropes being it. And then you see where your career goes once that team breaks apart. Yeah. And just like, Hey, forget about, you know, the, the fan aspect of it, because I see it a lot now and I love it on the indies where, you know, people like, wow, I got to tag with you or, you know, wrestle against you. And that's what I love about professional wrestling. And I always say this, like, no one could play with Derek Jeter. If you grew up as a Derek Jeter fan, you can't play with Derek Jeter if you're on the New York Yankees, but in wrestling, you can wrestle a Mickey James or you can tag with a Mickey James. Um, But when, when you're getting that invaluable experience and it's, on the job training right, right then and there, or, and it's like Mickey said, there, there's a big difference knowing that you can tag out if you're winded um, or if it's not going awry, or even like if you, uh, your partner needs help for something in the sense right. of what do we do? You just call it right then and there. And these are all just like on the, on the job, like stuff that you just learn right there. That's invaluable how you can see stuff change i remember one time tagging with dusty and he was like wait 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 now mm-hmm. and i'm like what am i wait-? and it was for a tag but here you could feel it yeah and he's barking at me and i'm you know in my head tommy dreamer in my prime but that's friggin' dusty Rhodes, and he wanted to get his moment and it was the right moment so it's right. just it, stuff like that is invaluable and that's why like I know Mickey does and myself, we try to teach that because we want everybody to have those experiences and moments Mm -hmm. when it's like, when we say, just like Mickey said, like, listen, feel it. Or, you know, when is the right time to do something? And it's just, it's next level. And, you know, when you talk about NXT and you talk about, you know, what we're, we've been talking about with your coaches, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, 
Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked, from family farms and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This may be the biggest episode of Dynamite ever. It's a huge episode of AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite. We have the undisputed world championship match tonight. So much slated for the card, and we're going to have a lot of great action tonight, I promise. Uh, Last week, I thought, is one of the best episodes we've ever had. And we were coming off a great episode the week before that, too, with the Quake by the Lake. So it's a great time for AEW and should be a great show tonight on TBS. It's on at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Uh, We're all really excited about it. And thanks for having me on today to talk about it. No, it it is an exciting day. And like you just said, obviously, what we're going to see tonight, a match that I thought we were going to see at All Out and Busted Open will be at All Out, uh, All Out Weekend in Chicago, but now we're getting it on free TV. Uh, very interesting because we're just a couple of weeks away from one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year, and now we're getting it on free TV tonight on Dynamite. Huge matches on tap for tonight on Dynamite, and it's a really exciting time of the year for us. It was around this time of the year last year CM Punk first arrived in AEW, It was uh, a year ago this past weekend he first showed up, and then uh, we started to get a sense of where things might be going. And, of course, then uh, in the the week leading up, we announced CM Punk versus Darby Allin. Of course, last year we had the Tag Team Eliminator Tournament going on, and we weren't sure who was going to be heading into the final to wrestle the Young Bucks. This year, of course, different tournament. We have the World Trios Championship Tournament going on. So, again, very exciting tournament going on. And, and this week, to see who's going to be up to face Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks in the Dynamite Bracket Final, we have a really exciting match on tap tonight set for the Death Triangle to take on Will Osprey and Ozzy Open. I'm excited for that. Very, very excited for that. And, you know, you look at us getting closer and closer to All Out. What are we going to get at All Out when it comes to this AEW World Championship? Very surprised that we're getting this match tonight. I'm happy, and I'm sure a lot of fans are happy as well, that we're getting a match that we really thought we were going to see on the pay-per-view tonight. Well, we got some exciting uh, announcements leading towards the pay-per-view. And then, of course, we have a World Championship match tonight. We have the AEW World Champion CM Punk Wrestling the AEW interim world champion, John Moxley, uh, who's had an amazing summer defending the championship since the injury of CM Punk. And uh, it's going to be a great match tonight. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio, of course, the home state of John Moxley. And uh, CM Punk coming off this injury. But uh, now, for the first time since uh, our AEW Dynamite at the LA Forum, which was another one of the biggest shows and best shows we've done. It was really great uh, to see CM Punk return to AEW TV at the Quake by the Lake. 
And last week he came out firing. Him and John Moxley started throwing live rounds at each other, both verbally and then physically. <sighs> and uh, it's just a really exciting situation. And then when they came back out and started fighting again, it became clear these guys were not going to make it to All Out without fighting. And they both wanted to go. So I thought it was a great chance for the fans on TBS to get a world title match to see this situation uh, unfold on TBS tonight. And a lot more things uh, coming into focus tonight as we approach All Out. So it's a, it's a really exciting time for us and to have two of our biggest stars going one-on-one and a lot of other great action on tap for tonight. I think it's going to be a great night. Yeah, you know, awesome. you yeah, and and you mentioned you mentioned the, the verbal barbs uh, that that Punk threw, and even throwing Hangman Page into it. Like, you know, it's it's hard to control CM Punk when he's on the microphone, Tony. Well, it's unresolved anger, I think, from the world title match at Double or Nothing, and we had not really tied up all those issues. And CM Punk made one appearance to wrestle after Double or Nothing. And then it was immediately after that that he got injured and was forced to step away. So I think there was clearly some stuff that never got resolved uh, at Double or Nothing. And then uh, immediately jumped into somebody who has challenged him and in not a type of match we've ever had in AEW before. You know, we've had uh, interim championships established, but we've never had an interim world championship and never had an undisputed world championship match like this. So it's a very exciting thing for TBS tonight for us, and uh, just been a great time for the show. You know, it's been 12 straight weeks going into tonight that AEW's been one of the top two shows on cable for 12 straight Wednesday nights, and uh, hope to continue the streak tonight. And it's been a great summer, thanks to the fans of AEW really supporting us through what could have been a really challenging summer in a lot of ways was with a lot of the top stars out. And only now in recent weeks have we started to see a lot of them come back with Kenny Omega making his return last week, CM Punk a week prior and stepping back into the ring tonight. And of course, Brian Danielson coming back a few weeks ago, having that amazing two out of three falls match with, with uh, Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia last week. And, uh, Step-by-step, I feel like AEW is approaching 100% again. And, of course, last summer, it was when we really launched with this huge group of stars that arrived in AEW. And now we're getting close to the first time we've had all of our stars back at the same time, which is really exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited because you talk about stars being back, and I see that Kylan King has made her way back. And... She's someone who I thought I've seen a lot in Kylan. I think she's an incredible talent and um, it's cool to see her. She's going to go up against uh, Dr. Britt Baker, but it's cool to see her get a new opportunity in AEW and hopefully a chance to shine and show what the world, like what she's capable of because she's amazing. So I'm excited yeah, for love, that match. I love the Kylan King's wrestling and her work ethic. And I think she's a great person. She is somebody that had been in AEW and is a really hard worker and has gone out in the independent scene and done a really good job and built up a reputation and then came back and had an awesome match last week with Tony Storm on Dynamite. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was excellent. And now, uh, as we approach 
tonight's show, I am really, really looking forward uh, to seeing Kylan King get in the ring with Dr. Britt Baker, especially after seeing the great match she had with Tony Storm last week. We had Kylan King wrestling on AEW Dark last night. She picked up the win and then called out Dr. Britt Baker, who actually showed up, and they got into a physical altercation, and I think Britt was surprised. Kylan King really has come a long way since the last time she'd been in the ring with her, and Kylan King beat up Britt and left her laying last night on AEW Dark outside the ring. So it yeah. uh, should be a really interesting situation tonight on Dynamite. Well, and I think that that her stepping away, because perhaps whatever it was, whether you guys didn't see it in her there or, or she wasn't ready or whatever the cases may be, but for her to step away and grow as a performer and gain back that confidence in herself and is definitely shining through now um, on television, I think, and hopefully it continues to shine through. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, you know, too. I'm always going to root for the women. I can't help yeah, it. You see Kylan and it should be really fun. And uh, yeah. me too. And, and, and Tony Storm, uh, of course, the number one contender is going to be watching that real closely. And she's done such a great job since she came in. Right on. Ditto. And yeah, speaking of the women at All Out, we're going to see uh, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. They're a tag team. Thunderstorm, they're very good yeah. friends. And then this, you know, you get this kind of championship opportunity. Like, you know, your feelings about that, Tony, because... I feel like they both have good chemistry together as friends, but we've seen them in the ring before. This should be an interesting contest at All Out. Well, they had a great match in Chicago yep. at Forbidden Door, and since then, Tony Storm has just been on a great roll and has proven, I think she's done everything it would take to get another shot, and it's interesting. Uh, you know, They have been a great tag team, and they've uh, at times really uh, been on fire as friends, and then we've seen them lock up as opponents. So Thunderstorm, no matter what happens, whether they're teaming up or whether they're fighting each other, it's always an exciting matchup. And I think uh, last week Britt had some choice comments about the tag team of Thunderstorm and also uh, wanted to prove you know, she's a better contender than Tony Storm and that she could do a better job. Well, we saw Kylan King put up a hell of a fight against Tony Storm, and uh, now we could see how she could do against Britt. You know, uh, Tommy has said this before on the show, that you, Tony, right now have the golden ticket, and that golden ticket is is Punk and Moxley, and we're going to see it tonight on Dynamite again. AEW Dynamite, we're going to get this Battle of the Champions, which is going to be amazing, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TBS tonight. But you have this golden ticket, and it's playing out on live free TV tonight, which is a special treat for the fans. Like, how difficult of a decision is to make as whether to have it on an episode of Dynamite or have it on a pay-per-view like All Out? Well, it's a great match for the fans now, and I think it would be a great match at any time. But tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, it felt like the right night for this big fight, and given... Last week, we really could not keep these guys apart. It just did not seem sustainable uh, to try and have the show get taken down week after week by these guys who uh, were clearly going to just tear the ring apart if we you know, continued this way. So uh, we saw last week we couldn't even get the show running. And, of course, uh, 
you know, Mark Sterling and Tony Nese were coming out for an interview. They couldn't even get that going. John Moxley hijacked the show, and then CM Punk was out, and they were fighting again for the second time in the same night. So uh, these guys wanted to fight, and uh, I think tonight presents a great opportunity on TBS for a big fight. And, of course, as we approach all out, the card is going to be massive, and I, we're going to have a much better idea by the end of the night what it will look like um, as we get closer to all out on Sunday, September or Sunday, September 4th, yep. uh, Labor Day weekend, I was about to say. No, and there's nothing better than wrestling in Chicago. As I mentioned, we'll be out there, you know, AEW Fan Fest uh, on September 3rd, and of course, All Out on September 4th. And it's just great having those conventions like you have to get fans together. So I'm really looking forward to All Out Weekend because it's not just about what's taking place that night on the show, but it's an entire weekend. It is kind of like a celebration of AEW. And you mentioned it earlier, Tony, about the injuries. And now everybody's coming back. And we're, you know, we have the return of CM Punk, the return of Kenny Omega. But yet you weren't, you didn't lose anything over the summer. I know it's always tough for you to lose some of your big stars due to injury. But now here you are, we're approaching the fall, and it seems like you're firing at all cylinders. Yeah, I think the company is really in a strong place. Last week, we got such great feedback about the show that it was one of the best shows we've done. Yep. And the previous week, I got a lot of great feedback about the Quake by the Lake, too. And now I think uh, we really are getting back to a place where we've been full strength again. And it was about a dozen weeks uh, that we really had this injury bug play out. And it really was very gratifying to keep our streak going of uh, first or second place finishes, keeping Dynamite in the top two shows on cable most weeks, number one out of the past dozen weeks. And uh, I believe it's it's uh, eight or nine out of the last 12 weeks we've been number one and then number two the weeks we haven't been number one. So uh, it's been a great run, and I think to do that with some of the biggest names in the history of AEW and, and some of our top stars that had been out. It was, that was great, but now really things have come into focus and hopefully, uh, you know, we're going to be backfiring on all cylinders after tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting, David, because I have like kind of a different opinion on that because I go, um, I was actually excited. I'm sure it's frustrating from a company standpoint when you have, you know, these are your investments and, and these top stars of who you've put the company behind and then they're out on injury, but it almost forces your hand in a sense um, and your creativity to then perhaps take a look at some of these other stars. Cause you have an immense amount of talent signed um, that you haven't really put the ball behind yet to then start building them up to that. Mm. You know, it's almost, and now it kind of makes it different, a different landscape as these new stars or, you know, the older stars are coming back from their injury because now some of these younger talents who wasn't getting the television time before and now have grown on television since these guys were out with injury have grown. And now, so they're almost competing with these new talents who have earned their television time, you know, so it's exciting times. And I think it just adds more, um, competition, both, you know, in the locker room and just out there in general for everybody just to keep competing their, you know, at their best performance and just different options for storylines and for the audience to get to know more characters and, and, and talents that you have there that they perhaps weren't seeing before. So I yeah, think it's like no, a blessing a and a point, curse. Mickey. 
Yeah. It's a great point. Sometimes, and, uh, yeah. you know, that was a lot of the positive and the silver linings out of it. And uh, right. there, so there were benefits. And, uh, you know, it's hard when you're you know, when you, we had a period of several weeks, you know, a couple mm-hmm. couple months where there was no Brian Danielson, no CM Punk, no Kenny Omega. That really added up. Um, right. But uh, then when we got through that, uh, now it's great. And to your point, yeah, it was a big silver lining because there were a lot of people that, uh, did get the benefit of it. And, uh, you know, we tried different people out in different spots and some of the things really worked and, uh, we learned a lot from it. So, right. uh, absolutely. Uh, it, it's now really great to be in this position we're in now and so much to look forward to on the show tonight. I'm also, uh, really excited about Chris Jericho confronting Daniel Garcia face to face. I think one of the really interesting stories of the summer has been, uh, the sports entertainers versus the pro wrestlers, Jericho mm. and the Jericho Appreciation Society versus mm-hmm. the Blackpool Combat Club. And, of course, we saw a great series of matches in recent weeks between Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. That culminated in a two-out-of-three falls match last week. Afterwards, Brian Danielson went to shake Garcia's hand, and Chris Jericho attacked Danielson from behind before they could shake hands and show respect to each other. And uh, Daniel Garcia seemed to take exception to what happened after the match. And uh, I really, really think uh, it's going to be something to look forward to, something to watch tonight to see what unfolds when Jericho and Garcia go face-to-face tonight. And also, what does Brian Danielson have to say about all this? So I'm I'm excited for that also tonight on Dynamite on TBS. Um, Tonight, obviously... Moxley, Punk. Let me ask you, Tony, is this the biggest match in Dynamite history? It's certainly up there. I mean, we've had world title matches before. I think this would be right there. We've had, of course, uh, John Moxley defending the championship in big matches before. Uh, In his first title reign, of course, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega at Winter is Coming was a huge match uh, with a very surprising ending. Uh, And then... I would put this right there, I, you know, possibly the biggest match we've ever had on Dynamite. Certainly, uh, when the world title's on the line, that's about as big as it gets. And tonight is, you know, a very unique circumstance with the undisputed world championship, world champion versus the interim world champion for the first time ever in AEW tonight on Dynamite. You know, you mentioned Moxley. This is his home state tonight in Ohio. Add all out punk in Chicago. What do you think the fans are going to do? I mean, Punk, as you saw his return, the pop he got, you know, maybe the biggest pop we've seen in a long time is when Punk made his return, as you said, just over a year ago, last August. Like, what do you think the fans are going to be like tonight for this match at Dynamite? Well, I think the fans will be very excited about the match. I think there's going to be fans of both men, obviously, uh, you did mention it's John Moxley's home state, but CM Punk's one of the most popular wrestlers in the yeah. world. So I, I'm not sure how the crowd's going to react to this, but I think there'll be a lot of anticipation and excitement around the world, and I'm excited to see it. I, you know, I yeah, there's no doubt. And Tony, as you know, as a longtime pro wrestling fan, wrestling's made up of not just matches, but moments. Those types of matches and moments that last 
a lifetime as a fan. And I'm sure you have a list of your favorites. I, I know I have mine, Mickey, as well. This could be one of those nights tonight on Dynamite. Like, to me, this is a must-watch episode of Dynamite because you're getting these two, you know, two of the biggest and most popular wrestlers in, in, in our generation right now tonight on free TV for the championship in the main event. But also what how this is going to lead up to all out in just about a week and a half. Like this is one of those, if not the most, I have to watch moments for dynamites for sure. I think so. I believe so. And I'm fired up uh, about the whole show and really excited as we get closer to all out. You know, there's a lot of stuff I'm fired up for. And uh, we've never seen pack and Will Ospreay in the ring together in America. They've only wrestled once. I was actually there. It was in London a few years ago. They had a 30-minute draw, and it was a classic. And I was fortunate enough to be there in person. And that was the only time Pac and Will Ospreay have ever touched in a wrestling ring. And uh, very excited to see all six men in that trios match tonight. I think Will Ospreay and Aussie Open versus Pac and the Lucha Brothers really bodes well sets up to be a huge match tonight in that trios tournament. And we're going to try and get all the action in one show tonight as best we can. So uh, that's another huge match on tap tonight. Busted open as part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.